0: The views and opinions expressed on the 108 podcast are those of the authors and guests individually. They do not necessarily reflect an official policy or position. The 108 podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not affiliated with any entity, agency, or department.
1: Were lessons learned I've left no stone unturned
2: All that I wanted was to see you And to feel the way it used to I would trade it all to hold you in Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to it, episode 30 of the 108 Podcast. I'm so happy you guys are here. Uh, we got a great show for you today. We got Kristen, we got Jim. They ride for the Police Unity Tour, which is going to be on their way to Florida in just a few weeks. So we're going to talk about that. If you've never heard of it before, you're going to learn what it is. If you have, you don't really know what they do, what it's all about. You're going to hear about that. Uh, it's a little different this year with uh, Police Week not being in May. Um, not being in Washington, D.C. in May. We're going to talk about all that. So, you know, just hold on to your butts, as uh, Samuel L. Jackson would say. Uh, he would say a lot of other things, too. But So, yeah, I'm just kind of giving you guys the intro. I don't really have much to say um, to start today's episode. A um, couple things, little uh, liner notes for today's episode. If you want to open your program, open it up to page two. Um, basically... First off, I want to thank everybody for the support from the Resiliency Project episode last week. Absolutely amazing. Nick Wilson, amazing guy. Thank you so much to him. Again, I really, I, I keep listening to the episode myself, and I haven't done that since my first month worth of episodes. Usually now I just kind of listen to it as I put it together, I hit publish, and I don't touch it again. But this one, I was so happy with how it came out. Uh, everything about it, just the, the content hell even my parts you know not not to toot my own horn but beep uh no i'm just i was very happy with how it came out and even happier with the reception i hope you guys uh took a lot out of it and if you haven't listened to it but you're listening to this one i don't understand why but you should probably go back and listen to it and go listen to any other episodes that you may have missed lots of good stuff out there for you guys 30 episodes in still having a blast the second thing I wanted to say is that this week, um, I know I said I was going to read the 2021 um, line of duty deaths like I did last month or last week with 2020. Um, I decided I'm going to wait until police week in May. I'm going to do it then. Just timings a little bit better as far as like, um, I don't know. It just fit better. So that's how I want to do it. So we're, not that I forgot, nothing like that. I just want to push it to uh, police week and we'll be doing that in just a few weeks actually so that being said that's really all I had to say to start today's episode um, s- listen to the whole episode as always we're going to talk about something at the end uh, I tell a little funny story and that's really it guys we're, we're you know kind of trugging along here we got a lot of stuff coming for the rest of April into May um, I'm working on scheduling drunk cops three it's tough Um, I'm going to announce who's on Drunk Cops 3 in just a few weeks, um, probably before I actually record it, but it's going to be great. I can't wait. I was talking to, uh, the, the, the individuals that are on it. It's great. It's great. It's, um, it's people, you know, it is, I mean, if you're, if you're active on the Instagram communities and, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, you, you know, the players, it's going to be fun. And we're, um. We're excited. Uh, I've been talking to them and, and we're all excited to do it. Uh, we got a Jersey Boys episode that we're trying to plan around and, you know, it's just summertime, you know, schedules are busy. It's hard to get everyone together, but we're going to do it uh, for the good of the hive, right? Or the good of the colony. That's it. That's what they said in the ants, right? Right before they try to flood the whole thing. But that's not what we're doing, all right, we're not right? We're not committing genocide, I promise. Anyway... That being said, I just wanted to welcome you guys to the episode. Again, we got Kristen, we got Jim. Please, Unity Tour—they're coming up in just a moment. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. You guys continue to make this an amazing experience for me, keeping me motivated to do these things. Speaking of keeping me motivated, if you can, please before we uh, get too far in the episode, rate, review, subscribe, share this episode. Um, whatever you can do, leave a review if you're able to. Just let's. The the here's the thing. The more reviews I get, the more ratings I get, the higher I get on the Apple Podcast charts, and then the more people that see my show. Uh, It's a bad time to be a content creator for law enforcement, so uh, every little bit helps. So please, guys, and as far as uh, on the Instagram, like, follow, save, or I'm sorry, like, share, save, follow if you haven't already, 108 underscore memes on Instagram, 108 memes on Facebook, 10 8 memes. Equid, ECWID.com is the store. And I think that's it. I think that's all I got at the moment. So, without further ado, we ha- you know, and I said that last week, and I continued to talk for five more minutes. So, I apologize. Without further ado, here comes Jim. Here comes Kristen. Police Unity Tour here on the 10 8 Podcast. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want
0: to ride my bicycle. Bicycle! Bicycle!
1: I want to ride my bicycle! I want to ride my bike! I want to ride my bicycle! I want to ride
0: it where I like! You say black, I say white You say bar, I say say bite You You say shark, I say him. and George was never my scene And I don't like Star Wars You say rose, I say royce You say god, give me a a choice You say lord, I say
2: All right. All right. All aboard the Hot Mess Express. Welcome to the uh, the interview portion. Uh, like I said, we got Kristen and we got Jim and we're going to talk police unity tour. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things. We might even talk a little bit about why Kristen is the Hot Mess Express. But uh, first and foremost, let's go ahead and introduce everybody. We'll start. Ladies first, Kristen, go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: Hi, um, I'm Kristen. Uh, if you follow me, it's Kristen Marie Fit. Um but I have been with my agency in Arizona for 13 years. I, uh, the first 10 years, I was a crime scene investigator as a, we now call it, professional position. And then at 35, I apparently had a midlife crisis and decided I need to go to the police academy, went to the academy, and I've been a sworn officer for the past three years. So I love it. Awesome.
2: Welcome to the show. Thank you. Jim?
1: I'm Jim. I'm from an agency right outside of D.C. Uh, in Virginia. I've been there for almost 16 years now. Patrol supervisor. uh, Just got moved to the evening shift, which is be nice for me. Spent some time in motors and then got basically got the instructor bug. So uh, I'm a police mountain bike instructor, I'm an EVOC instructor, general instructor, and later on this year, I might have the opportunity to go to a motor instructor school. So that'd be, that'd be exciting.
2: Very cool. The only way that they're going to let me behind a police car to teach. Well, they're not. Um, (laughs) I had, I had a bad streak. I guess you want to say with Rex and, uh, they wanted me to go to like advanced evoc and the only advanced evoc school that I could attend Possibly was a uh, driver instructor school, but I never got that approved. So I've still yet to uh, to attend one of those courses. So I might need to. When you guys come down here for the Unity tour, you might have to teach me how to drive a police car. Drive some stuff better. Yeah, little yeah. oh boy, little oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jim, welcome to the show as well. Uh, Jim and I have talked a long time. This is kind of like a rekindling of mm-hmm. a friendship. We talked years and years ago, but actually, all three of us have something in common with that. We were all uh, alumnus of Sheepdog Nation way back when. Yep. Yep. So that's that's where Jim and I met, and I was talking to Chris, and I'm like, "This is this is really familiar." And then I asked, and and she was as well.
1: Yeah, it's yep. been a long time
2: since since that was around. I don't even is it still around? Is
0: it yeah? Is it around anymore? I don't even know.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I remember I bought the sticker, the Sheepdog Nation sticker. It's still on my car, my my personal. But I don't even know. I left. Well, what had what had happened was, I um. I got a new Facebook because something happened with my old one. So, and, you know, they used to have such a big deal about getting into the group. So I never, I was like, it's not even worth it at this point to go back. And they had the app for a while. I don't even know if that they, what they did with that.
1: Yeah. It never really took off. I don't think.
2: No. And I remember when, when I was kind of like, all right, the, the boat has sailed on this is when I saw Mike, the cop posting about sheepdog nation publicly and I was like, and he was like, "Hey, everybody, join Sheepdog Nation." Oh. I was like, "Since when was that a thing?" Good times, good times. That's where Jim and I met, and obviously Kristen was there too. Um, so I don't know what's what's life been like for you guys the past year or so as far as being a cop. Has it been crazy? Has it been not so bad where you're at? What's it been like
1: for me? It hasn't been too. It hasn't been too too bad. Um, we, my agency, is in an area where we have a lot of support from the community. So um, we didn't have a whole lot of protests. The protests that we did have were actually, I guess, arranged through the PD. They're like, hey, we're going to come do this. Mm-hmm. We would like you guys to help us out if you can. So um, basically, we just stood by and provided some sort of security, but it was no, nothing was ever violent. Just basically just did a little parade of cars down the street, and then it was over. Mm-hmm. We have, we have the the people that would call and complain about, you know, Oh, there's a group of more than 10 people, or there's mm-hmm. a, these people aren't wearing masks. And basically we're just, we made the decision a long time before that, like, Hey, we're not going to be responding to this stuff. If there's a criminal issue we'll go, but otherwise we're just referring to the health department.
2: Yeah. Well, that's good. I know um, as far as protests go, Jim, mine was exactly the same way. Um, I think immediately after everything started last year, we had maybe one or two uh, pockets of like protests, but they were protests, no no riots like we're seeing on the media. They were just protest signs, people standing on street corners. And all we were doing was making sure that A, no one stood in the roadway for safety purposes and that no one anti-agitators were there to kind of endanger the people that were practicing their First Amendment rights. Everything was fine. I think there was one instance where – Someone did get their foot run over or something, and that was an issue. That, that became a little bit of a spectacle, but that was quickly absolved and no big issue. Then there was a city-sponsored walk. Um, we have a bunch of bridges here, and they were doing walks over the bridges. So we had a police officer leading the walk. We had a police officer basically, think of like a sheepdog, huh, go figure, uh, behind the walk, making sure everyone stayed where they needed to be. That went fine, and then they kind of did a demonstration at the end of it all was pretty well and good. And then same thing with the, the COVID related complaints and our road supervisors were like, yeah, we're too busy. We're not going to check on masks. Sorry. Kristen, how has it been in uh, Arizona?
0: Um, it was for us, it was pretty good. Um, the other agencies and near our capital had a lot, they were constantly on dealing with protests and everything else. We had one night where it turned, um, it turned pretty bad for us. It got pretty violent. Um, they, they overran our mall. It was made mm-hmm. national news. And, uh, so we dealt with that. We were, the Intel they had gotten, it was only supposed to be like a hundred people. <laughs> it definitely mm-hmm. was way more than that. Um, right. so that got pretty hairy for us for a while that night. And then after that we had like, you guys had the, the planned protest. We had like two or three with the, that was planned through the city. And then they had us escorting the same thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, other than that, I work for a city where the community absolutely supports us a hundred percent and it's very nice and it's a very nice feeling to know you going down the road you hear people just hey thank you for what you do we really appreciate it and you mm-hmm. you get that multiple times a shift and it's just it was it's been really nice um, it was just weird being in firefighter mode for like months on mm, like on mm-hmm. end. And like yeah. you guys, we weren't we weren't the mask police. Our agency was like, that's that's not us. We're not going to do it. So we're not going to be the social distance police. We're not going to be the mask police. So that it was for us. I think it's been pretty good. Um, it's been picking back up though. Um, we're getting back to pre-COVID times.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I work in an entertainment district, lots of bars. So yep. they are definitely <laughs> it's packed now every single yeah. night. So. I missed, yeah. I missed so, the part of
1: COVID that w- there was no traffic.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously.
2: Yeah. My girlfriend lives across the state and the the best way to do it since we've been dating has been to just drive through the highway in the middle of the night. Um, less traffic that way, obviously, because I got to drive through Orlando and Tampa and all mm-hmm. that stuff to get to her. So typically big traffic time, but during covid Oh my god, it, it was great. But what what uh what Governor DeSantis did was he kind of signed a bill that he was like gonna green light all construction projects. He's like, Well, people aren't on the road, let's get these uh... roads taken care of. Which is fine for the most part, but like I four anyone listening from central Florida knows I four is just how everyone should be about themselves. It's never complete. It's always working on itself. It's great. Um, so there was one time where they routed us off of I four. You had to go through downtown Orlando and I'm not talking downtown Orlando, like where the bars are and everything. I'm talking like behind the stadiums where it's really rough. And I remember driving through and I'm like, you know, I, I carry and I was like looking. I'm like, this is where I get carjacked right here. I was like, I see the Amway Center, I see the Orange Bowl. This is where it happens. I was like, all right, they got to rethink this one. But, uh, exactly what you're saying. I also work in the entertainment bar district. Um, that's actually where I'll be this evening. Um, you know, Florida spring break little people don't understand. Everyone thinks spring break is just one week, it's actually multiple weeks because every school has their own uh spring break time so we're dealing with that but you're you're absolutely right with everything you're saying it wasn't too bad there was a there was intel on the on the internet about they were going to burn down one of our malls which is really we weren't too against that idea um (laughs) if i think i know which mall
0: i think (laughs) take it down take it down
2: yeah but um but that never happened, but we were, we were prepared. You know, we had the SWAT team on standby just in case, but uh, my area did not have the issues that the bigger cities like the Jacksonvilles and and Tampa's had so, and God forbid Miami. Um, so that's good. And like I said, COVID hasn't really been an issue here. I mean, issue air quotes, it depends on, you know, which newspaper you read. Um, but you know, how, but the big thing with COVID has been, and it kind of leads to our conversation the the bulk of it is a lot of people weren't able to keep up with their physical fitness the way that they were accustomed to. I remember when everyone went into lockdown, the big thing on the internet was, oh, do that push-up challenge. Like Every, every time you get tagged, you got to do 10 push-ups or whatever. And all you really saw were people that didn't know how to do push-ups. But how did, how did COVID affect, because you guys obviously doing the bike rides and everything, big physical fitness people, how did that affect you? Did it, did it affect you at all or did you make it, meh, make it work? How did it happen? Um well, I got really lucky. Um
0: okay. our our gym's got shut down, but when your best friend owns a gym, you mm. have the keys to it. So, I would go in there, crank the music every day by myself and I take my dog. And so sure. she got really good at running on a treadmill with me. So it's it was awesome. And then uh for to I to keep up with my biking, um obviously it's beautiful here and so I was able to bike outside, but once it summer starts to hit, it's just too miserable. And I don't mm-hmm. like to bike at night, just because Jim and I were talking about this the other day. It, it, people are stupid, just mm-hmm. so I'd have a trainer. I'd set up my trainer and get in there. But I was actually really fortunate um, that I was able to keep going to the gym and I would still keep running and things like that. So I, I didn't. It didn't affect me. So I don't know how it affected you guys, but for me, it was. I was really lucky.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for for me, it didn't it didn't really affect me too much. Most of my riding, I go do. By myself anyway. So wasn't making I, I wasn't losing out on on these big groups that I would go out and ride or run or or whatever with. Um and I have a gym at the department that I can use. That one obviously never got shut down. Um I I'd, I'd canceled my gym membership um actually a couple couple years ago maybe. Um just because I did have the opportunity to work at the gym, work out at the gym at the station if I needed to. And um, what for me what the hard part was is that all the cycling events that i would do every year kept getting canceled so when they would get canceled then i lost my motivation to go do that stuff so um i definitely definitely had a harder time keeping up the motivation to go ride
2: yeah i bet um you know as you guys are talking i'm trying to think of what i did or how it was from like april to. August, but I, I I really I don't know. Maybe that, that's all just a blur. Maybe my mind <laughs> yeah. is just blocking it out. Yeah. Um. But Florida's been lucky. I mean, our our governor I always say is the only governor or one of the few governors left with balls. Um. And he was like, you know what, we're we're done being shut down. Everything's open. Um. You know, I think maybe his was more uh, financially driven because you know tourism is our thing. So you you can't really have tourism if parks are closed and and sporting events are canceled and things like that. Um. But my gym was open, uh, I want to say, by, like, September. My gym was up and full running. They've never – it might have even been before that now that I'm thinking of it. Um, They never really mandated masks. They gave more uh, sanitizing spray bottles, which is what they had beforehand. Um, But, you know, one thing that I noticed with it is, like, they still had the communal spray bottles at every machine or whatever. And I'm like, so this is really accomplishing nothing, <laughs> right? Because, you know, people are still touching. What I always said they should do, and it would have helped with capacity issues, is like when you check in at the desk to do the gym, you get your spray bottle, you get a towel that have all been cleaned, and then you go work out. And when they run out of spray bottles, sorry, you can't come to the gym right now and just kind of do that. But there you go. Luckily, yeah, luckily, capacity issues really aren't a thing anymore. But, you know, I feel like COVID had so many negative effects as far as like physical health, mental health, the idea of just like being stagnant and having to like rethink the way we do our lives and everything. Did it, Mm -hmm. I don't know, did it have any negative effects on you guys at all? Besides, I don't know if you guys caught COVID or anything or knew anybody, but besides that part, any other implications or issues with that?
1: I tend to be a homebody anyway and Mm -hmm. kind of do stuff on my own. Um went and hung out with my would go hang out with like my girlfriend and, and stuff like that. But um I told I did tell her one day, I was like, you know, I really miss going to pay like fifteen dollars at a concert for a beer. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. and it wasn't even that I want to pay fifteen dollars for a beer, just right. I want to go the out experience. I want to yeah. go out to the concert because I did I do miss doing that stuff. Um st- it's it's everything's starting to open up again around here and we can go out to the breweries, we can go out to the wineries and and everything like that. But at the, at the time, like, even though I stayed home a lot, I found myself getting frustrated with having to stay home. And not because I, it's, it was one of those things like, Oh, were you telling me I have to stay home now? Now I don't want to. Right.
2: Right. right. Like, yeah. when,
1: when everything was open, like, well, I don't want to go out. Yeah. I didn't,
0: I didn't have really too much either. I, Actually, I just started. I, I bought a kayak. I was right at the beginning mm. of everything. I bought a kayak because that was insane out here. I don't know if it's for you guys, but like REI was like wiped out. You couldn't mm. get backpacking. You couldn't get kayaks. You can't nothing. That's what the cycling
1: industry is having that issue
0: yeah. with all their stuff. Yeah, all the like everyone was buying <clears> bikes and now they're all returning them or you're keeping <laughs> really good deals on them right now. Mm-hmm. Along with like
2: right like Facebook Marketplace is selling all of those right now. Yeah,
0: all yeah, right. REI's garage sale stuff. I was, I've been killing it, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I bought a, I bought a kayak and I spent a good chunk, probably at least a couple days a month. I'd be out on the water and just, it was nice because you could just be out there and not have to wear a mask and not have to deal with people. And so it was good. Um, yeah. But like you were saying, Jim, like I concert, I need a concert. I need to go. Mm -hmm. Like I miss it. Um, baseball started back up. So, I was able actually able to go to two di- uh, Diamondbacks games so far this season, which has been nice, right. and that's kind of a cool thing. And they still you had like your pods and things like that, but yeah, you just like missing out on just things that you never you always just kind of took for granted yeah. that you could do. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm, so. for sure. Uh, it's funny you said kayaking because one of the things I did over the summer was went to like Tampa Bay and they had like clear bottom kayaks so we went oh. and we did uh we did a i don't know a little tour of the area that was really cool and i was like i need a kayak now like this is awesome but kayaks are just so expensive especially to get a decent one but now i'm gonna have to check facebook facebook marketplace and, oh, i get some uh, good
1: deals
0: oh yeah yeah i found that i got I ended up getting a tandem and my dog lo- my dog's amazing she loves riding the kayak with me so we ended up doing i kayaked the colorado river twice last mm. year and it's a 16-mile um, kayaking trip, so you camp halfway in the middle of it. It's awesome. So you put all your stuff oh. on the kayak, you uh, shuttle it up to the uh, the dam, and then you take the next two days and kayak back. So it's actually Very a really cool. cool trip. It was nice just to, like, turn the phone off and just not think about anything. And no For one was sure. wearing masks. And yeah, it right. was nice. <laughs> once,
2: once the ma- – I mean, I don't even know if the mask mandate is going to go anywhere, but I like how people are kind of more relaxed about it now. You know, I I saw, you know, people walking through the grocery store without it. I'm still not there yet. Like I would like to, but I just, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. But yes, very good. So as far as cycling goes, you guys have been, you know, talking about it. You guys, you guys talk about it in in our little group chat we made. And I'm like, I have nothing to contribute with this. I have no idea what they're talking about. Sounds great. Sounds like a lot of work. Um, So what is the police unity tour? Let's start. We'll start super basic.
1: So the unity tour is an organization. Uh, they were started, uh, sometime in the late nineties, I believe, I think um, 97, 97. So they, their main focus is just to bring awareness to, uh, and support the law enforcement families, um, that have had a death, an on duty death, um, or, you know, not necessarily on duty, but, uh, anybody who's, who's been killed, who is a police officer. So you, you have people that have died from like the nine 11 related illnesses. All their names are going to be up on that, up on that wall as well. So the, the organization takes uh, donations and a lot of the times they give it to uh, the museum, the national museum in DC. And that's Mm -hmm. part of, part of what they created or part of their donations is what helped create that wall with all the names on it. So that's, that's where they got a lot of that money from all this, all the fundraising for this unity tour.
2: Okay. And how long have you guys been a part of it?
0: I think we're in the same boat, right?
1: Yeah. So I, my fir- I was supposed to do it last year. Uh, it was going to be the first time and then COVID happened and everything got shut down. It got canceled. Uh, I think Kristen was able to actually go with a little group to, to do a ride. Um, last year I went and did something on my own. Um, just, for the for the uh officer the sergeant ansari um down in uh georgia he was the officer i was supposed to ride for last year and um i went and did something on my own but this is going to be the first year that i'm actually able to do a group ride and even this year it almost didn't happen either because they canceled the police week in dc and moved it to october Mm -hmm. um and then there was a some discussion on a national level with all the chapter chapter people and the chapters were given an option of waiting till October to ride or planning something for May as well. And okay. the the chapter eight that we're riding with, they decided that they could they could organize a ride in Florida. So I'll be making the trek down to Florida to to do this ride this year. Okay.
0: So yeah, that's the kind of the exact same thing that happened. Yes, last year was supposed to be my first year. And then um Obviously, COVID happened. And then so Arizona, um, we actually got together and did a ride in Arizona as just a mini Unity Tour. They used to do it, and I guess they had gotten away from it. And so we actually ended up having, like, about 100 people who joined in and rode. And it was actually awesome. So everyone who had ridden before in the Unity Tour was able to wear their jerseys. Mm-hmm. So And we rode along, like, the canal. So all the news stations actually ended up picking up, and the helicopters were, like, flying next to us.
2: Oh, that's cool. And that's cool. it was really
0: cool. And so I have a neon I had a neon yellow helmet so everyone could find me.
2: And my mm-hmm. mom's like, I'm
0: what I see you on TV. I'm like, Oh god. But it was actually <laughs> really cool. And so like the group that I had been training with, we actually like made it a longer ride too. So but they had like people who had ridden years ago came out again, and rode again. They're like, This is awesome. So we're like, Okay, we'll come out and ride for the twenty fifth anniversary and of course no one no one took us up on it, like <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but right. We had three that were originally supposed to ride last year. Us three are riding, and we picked up an additional three from my, just my agency that are going to actually ride together. So,
2: okay. Very and cool. how did you guys get involved with all of it?
0: I actually, when I was a civilian, um, one of my coworkers actually went as a support personnel because in order to ride, you have to be sworn or a survivor. Okay. So, um, but you as support personnel, you can be sponsored by a a patrol a sworn or survivor so she went and she had told me all about it I had always wanted to do it and then when I finally became a sworn officer I was like you know what I can finally do this so I had never all I had was beach cruiser I didn't have a mountain Mm -hmm. bike I didn't have a road bike I had nothing and I was like screw it I'm gonna learn how to do this and so uh the first day uh we went out I think the first time I had my clips for my pedals was we we were doing our 75 mile qualification ride yeah. And I totally took my ride partners out in the middle of an intersection. We were standing waiting for a red light. And I just <laughs> fell over it. And he had a car and it was Yeah. They loved me.
1: <laughs> yeah. My uh my my chief was one of the uh was was really involved in the Unity tour uh in one of the other chapters in Virginia. So and I guess the first time that she had she had ridden was actually with this this chapter down in Florida. So um when she when she split off and came to and was in Virginia, she got involved in the chapter there, and then um, she's no longer involved in the chapter there. And we were going to ride with this this group this year, um, but once it got moved to Florida, logistics and stuff happens, and basically I'm the only one of the four that's still going to go down. And like mm-hmm. I would like I'd mentioned earlier, I probably wouldn't be going down um, if I didn't have someone specific I wanted to ride for.
2: Yeah, that makes that makes sense. So what so maybe I, I'm misunderstanding. So there's going to be the one in Florida and mm-hmm. then are they going to do the other unity tour in October or is that kind of up in the air?
1: So that's that's basically up to everybody. And I think it basically what hap- what's what's traditionally supposed to happen is you have uh, all the chapters come in and they do some sort of ride into D.C. They start in Virginia Beach and go to D.C. They start in Charlottesville and go to D.C., um, they ride South from places in Maryland, Pennsylvania, and, uh, on the night of the candlelight vigil or in the day of the candlelight vigil, all the, the chapters are supposed to meet up in DC. That's traditionally what's supposed to happen. Um, but with everything being canceled, obviously we can't do that. Um, and they don't, there, there was no assurances for anybody for October for being able to do that or not. Gotcha. So they, they don't, they still don't even know what they're going to be able to do in October.
0: As I've been, I've been explaining to people. I'm like, DC is a dumpster fire right now, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they moved everything to Florida.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Florida is probably one of the most uh, open states in the union right now, so mm-hmm. might as well. So, what is the what is the plan for the Florida ride? How what's the itinerary looking like?
0: So we'll start in Tallahassee, and right. we ride 350 miles over the course of four days, and finish in um, Titusville. Okay. At the American Museum, uh, the American Police
2: Hall of Fame and Museum. Okay. So. And Jim, is that that's where your ride is going as well? Yep. Yeah. The same. ride. Same ride.
1: Yep. Yeah. We didn't. We Got didn't realize it, that know, until uh, we were talking in our group chat.
2: Gotcha. So the, um, I know Florida's done like the Florida Tour de Force, and that typically starts. I think I want to say down in Miami and comes all the way up and ends up kind of on the northeast side so i wasn't sure if it was going that route or not oh. so
0: i actually i don't even know what the route is i was trying to kind of figure it out and it,
2: i have no idea
0: I, I i actually think we're going to be coming down like uh us1 right? Okay. Right, yeah, right i think yeah i think we go yeah because we go
1: we go from like tallahassee through like lake something some other city in florida and we end up in daytona and then we go north from daytona
2: so okay yeah
0: we're um we're actually gonna get to do laps around daytona international speedway
2: which oh, are you really yeah Yeah, i I grew up
0: going to daytona for the pepsi the coke 400 pepsi 400 firecracker Uh whatever they were i went for years so to be able to actually ride my bike around daytona is going to be pretty surreal for me
2: that's cool that's cool they're kind of throwing in like fun things like that, as opposed to just the, the road course or, or you know, mm-hmm. riding the streets or, or anything. So that's really cool. It's cool that you guys are going to be able to do that. And hopefully now you guys, like you said, you guys have never done the the ride to DC or anything like that. Have you guys gone to police week in the past? Oh, yeah.
1: I've I've gone to police week. I had the opportunity to, when I was in motors, um, I got to, to actually escort the families from the airport to the hotels and help out with okay. the, all those escorts. So that was really cool. Um, so, and then we would go do the, the candlelight vigil and for, for anybody who hasn't been like, as, as soon as you can do that candlelight vigil again, you need to go, you go, gotta go, go, go.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got yeah. so, it's so very moving. Yeah. I have, I'm one of those people that still hasn't gone. Um, I was actually, I was going to go this year until they canceled everything. Um, so for everyone that's like me still hasn't done it, still not very aware Go ahead, just like explain Police Week to us and tell us what we're missing.
0: I So I kind of had a little bit of a different experience for Police Week. Um, I went as a civilian, but my best friend is actually the CEO of the 100 Club of Illinois. And I don't know if either one of you know of the 100 Club or if you, they are chapters in Florida or uh, Virginia, but it is an um, organization that supports the families of first responders who are injured or killed in the line of duty. And so what they do for, especially for police week, someone who is killed in the line of duty, she actually escorts the families to DC and um, is with them almost the entire time to when they, like Jim, you were saying you're escorted the families from the airport. She's with them and then they're, she's there and they're in the front row for the candlelight vigil. So I Mm -hmm. stood next to the stage for the past, like the two years I went, it was just a different, different experience for me. But um you walking around there, you've never seen so much blue line and just camaraderie. And you wear your badge around your neck, and you're on the subway trading patches. And they, the subway rides are free for the, the
1: metro. The metro. Yeah, oh,
0: the metro, yeah, the metro. Yeah, the metro. Sorry, I'm sorry. We don't. We, we have buses out here, and have the light rail. So, <laughs> um, so just the camaraderie. You just walking down the street, and just every people you meet, you you're just sitting there, just having a good time with them. And the Irish bars are obviously all the ones that are packed. So, Mm -hmm. but it's just a surreal experience just to be surrounded by thousands upon thousands of police officers. So it's definitely a, please go. Like if
2: you ever get a chance, just go.
1: And then tent tent city is always fun.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) I've definitely heard some uh, interesting and and varied stories about tent city.
1: Yep. It's, it's a good time. You—that's one of those things you just got to experience. I'm not even yeah. going to explain it.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I ran into a sergeant who I didn't know very well from my agency down there, and I had a beer in each back pocket while holding one. It—you know—it's fine.
2: <laughs> it's fine. It's kind of like like Vegas, but DC. Like what happens in Ten City stays in Ten City, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like there's kind—I don't know. So when they're planning on doing Police Week in October. Is there, have they set up anything or is it all kind of still up in the air?
1: I think it's all up in the air still. They'll probably probably end up doing, yeah, they'll probably end up doing the, the stuff at the museum, all the, all the events right there at the museum, etching the new names in, um, it might be it depending on what's, what the restrictions are in DC at that point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, knowing how cops are these days though, they'll probably be like, nah, we're doing Ten city anyway. Probably <laughs> like some, some kind of like pirate, like underground, like speakeasy. You got to know the code word to get in kind of thing. Well, it's, right. that's kind
0: of how it already is. Like, cause you mm-hmm. have to be off of DC proper and it's like out that you take a Uber out in the middle of nowhere to get there.
2: Okay. Interesting. So, um, as far as the unity tour, what are the dates for it?
0: So we actually will be riding May 10th through May 13th. Okay. So we all we all get into town the like the eighth, have team meetings on the ninth, and then the tenth we take off
2: and do about a hundred miles a day. So that's that's pretty interesting because my family is actually going to be vacationing out in Panama City oh. <laughs> the weekend before the ride starts. So that's that's going to be interesting. Does that include you? That includes me. Yeah, okay. I'll be out there. All right then. Oh boy, he's going to be following us. I <laughs> I will be. Yeah. Aside from obviously biking, I mean, Jim, I know you've biked. You bike for a long time, right? Like mm-hmm. this isn't a new thing this, for you. Yeah, so. this is
1: not a new thing for me. I was just gonna say, I got, I got, I got involved in cycling uh, when I was in middle school. Maybe I had a, a couple friends that were really into mountain biking. They had gotten really into mountain biking. So I'm like, all right, this looks cool, and went out and bought a mountain bike and rode for a really long time. Uh, worked at a bike shop, basically as my first job and only job before I got into law enforcement for the most mm-hmm. part. Um, and then I once I became a, an officer, I kind of fell out a little bit. Um, I did oh, back up a little bit um, all through high school and stuff. I, I rode bikes and then I actually did a little bit of racing in college. Wasn't very good, but I did it. Um, and then once I got hired as a police officer, I kind of kind of let cycling go for a little bit for probably like mm, 10 years or so before I got back into it. And I got really heavily back into cycling maybe like um, five years ago. And I I had to go for, for the mountain bike instructor. It's a national agency and you have every two years you have to teach a course. You can't just keep like recertifying and to keep your certification for mm-hmm. it. You actually have to go teach. And so I went and taught a class and I kind of got the bug again about it and went out and bought a new mountain bike that turned into buying a another road bike that turned into buying a gravel bike turning into buying another road bike, another mountain bike, yada, yada, yada. At one point in my garage, <laughs> I think I had 14 bikes. <clears throat> oh, so wow. I'm, and I'm down, I'm down to three. Well, I'm down to four technically, but I don't ride the one of them. I just keep it because it's, it's important to me. So.
2: Mm. Got you. So you, you just have a lifelong uh, love of cycling and, You know, with the 10 year break, obviously, you know, you don't forget how to ride a bike. So that all works just fine. Um, have you ever done like, obviously you haven't done the unity tour, but have you ever done things like that where, you know, these long distance, nothing
1: nothing multi-day, um, there's a big race that I go to every year. Uh, it's a hundred mile mountain bike race and it's, Mm -hmm. it's always in September. Um, that's probably the most challenging thing I've ever done. Um, but I've never done anything multi-day, so this will be this will be a new challenge for me too, because it's for me it's easy to go ride 100 miles in a day, be it, be it road bike, mountain bike. You know, there's different ones a little bit easier than the other, obviously. But to mm-hmm. do to do a ride back to back to back over over four days, that's going to be that's going to be a different challenge for me. So I'm looking forward to that
2: yeah yeah what about you kristen anything like this before or this is this is something all new to me
0: so i we're going to see how it goes i i don't have when we do our long rides here to train i haven't had any issues so i think i'm going to be fine with it it's just saddle time for me which is going to be i don't i don't even know if the, jim is there any way to like build up <laughs> saddle time <laughs> like <laughs> just got, you just got you just got
1: to do it yep without without doing uh, it yeah you yeah you can you can ease a little bit with your with your shorts and and some uh, some cream, but that's not it. <laughs> I'm taking
2: hey, up it's some called, salts like it's, I, called, it's, called, bathtub.
1: it's called butt butter for a reason.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I, make, I, sure I, put,
1: I, make sure you use that.
0: Yeah, I found that. No, I haven't this will be the first time. Um I I'm one of those people I like kind of like do the extremes. So mm. why not? Just jump in and do it. Let's see what happens. That's right. <laughs> so yeah i this will be definitely a new experience for me so i
2: bet so so when we finally meet up and you both are kind of like waddling that's that'll be why yep yes yes (laughs) that's funny i feel bad Um, for everyone who's planning the trip to disney
0: afterwards one of my one of my teammates is like i'm doing three days at disney afterwards i was like get one of the rascals like you you can't walk just get one Mm -hmm. so
1: you know what you know what's interesting about that so i went down to disney world 'Cause I I got into running too and I went down and did the dopey challenge at Disney. So and that's a five K, a ten K, a half marathon, and a full marathon over four <laughs> days. And actually after after we ran, we went to the parks afterwards. And being able to walk around the parks and everything actually I think really helped me recover oh. from those runs.
2: Because your muscles didn't get too tight. Because
1: I wasn't just sitting that sitting down doing yeah. nothing. So they might be might be a good uh, <laughs> a good trip for them.
0: I do have to, I have to run a 5k while I'm down there on
2: Saturday. So
0: I oh, have geez. the. <laughs> I have to
2: like um, lunch for punishment. What's going on here? Well,
0: it's the police week 5k. So mm, okay, because okay. obviously police weeks not happening. So they made it virtual. So I just got my shirt, and my bib and stuff. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to run it on the beach.
1: There you go. Ooh, there you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what have you guys done to train for this? Like how, how do you train for this big thing? I I can't just hop on a bike right now and say, Hey, I'm going to go do the unity tour. So what have you, what was the legwork? So it was was
1: probably, it's probably a little easier for Kristen to train than me. Um, We actually had a winter that we got a lot more snow than we have in the past. So the roads for a long time were, were pretty, were pretty bad. And I wasn't able to go out and ride outside. So I spent a lot of time on my trainer and, but you can only spend so much time sitting on the trainer just it just gets boring um even when you're doing events you get to that hour and a half mark or so and you just you're just ready to get off and mm-hmm. um so it was it was definitely hard to to try to train for that and um you know as soon as it started warming up a little bit i've i've gone out i've done two bike races this year already um but i can definitely tell that i'm not where i was back in the, in the fall. And I'm not where I wanted to be anywhere near where I want to be right now. So,
0: yeah, that's how I am. I'm definitely nowhere near I, where I want to be. It's just been, ever since kind of beginning of the year, everything's just picked up and has been so full force. My, my schedule has been kind of insane. So I, um, I have found that though, I do a lot of leg workouts and I do a lot of trail running. And so my legs don't hurt when I ride at all. Unlike my co my coworkers my writer my co writers they're like how are you still walking I'm like because I work out of the gym like mm-hmm. yeah, I I don't know so it's my yeah. only my only thing is gonna it's gonna be my my butt's gonna be quite sore but I um yeah I like Jim was saying I'm not I'm not where I want to be but you know what I kind of look at it this way and this is kind of the way I do things is these people that we ride for these officers, these, these brothers and sisters we ride for, they gave the ultimate sacrifice. So, you know, what, what's a little pain for me to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how I look at it. Kind of, they made the ultimate sacrifice and I'm, yeah, I'm going to be in a little bit of pain for a few days, but it's nothing compared to what they, they've they gone through and their families have gone through. So.
2: Yeah. That's a really good perspective to put into it. And that's how, you know, all these kind of memorial things, that's how I always see it too. Is like, you know, it's nothing compared to what they're going through Mm -hmm. or have gone through. So very, very good perspective as far as that. So um, do you guys have, now that you guys have trained for it, it's coming up. Do you have any words of wisdom for people that want to do it next year or or in the future?
1: Do it. (laughs) Yeah, just, just do it. You got it. You got to find something to challenge yourself. And, you know, especially if you get super comfortable doing one thing, you're not going to grow as a person. And that can be any anything in life. You're not going to grow as a person if you just stick to one thing. So you got to find a new challenge to go after. So, if, you know, if you've done a 50 mile ride before and want to go ride with a, a bunch of people with like minded individuals and, you know, you want to ride for a good purpose. Why don't you go ahead and um, sign up for the Unity Tour.
0: September 1st is, is sign ups every year. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So if you want to sign up, sign up September 1st, at least for our, our, my, our chapter, um, chapter eight is I know it's September 1st sign up. So, um, just, yeah, go do it. It's, it's such a cool experience. So I actually have met, um, the officer I'm writing for, Christopher Lambert. I've met his wife and his two little girls already. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really been a cool experience to be able to talk to her and, you know, for her to see what I've been doing to to memorialize her husband and so and t- her little, two little girls. So actually, during the ride, we have a f- plan that I'm actually gonna like Facetime them and talk to them while I'm riding, so they can see and see what I'm doing. So I I saw I have my bracelet already from last year. Did you get yours from last year, too Jim?
1: No, so I never was able to actually get my bracelet
0: oh, for, so yeah. from
1: last year because we never met up to do it everything.
0: Oh, uh, so. they shipped ours out to us, so I got mm-hmm. I got my bracelet. So I've been wearing it every day since, and um, I wear uh, Trooper Lambert's badge number in my vest every single day too. Mm-hmm. So, and then any opportunity I get to do a five k honoring police officers, I always wear his badge number when I when I run those. So it's just been such a cool experience and be able to reach the families and touch the families. And I haven't even rode yet, and it's just been. Just a cool experience. Like she was a, mm. she was able to send me pictures of her little girls and um, the shirts that we had made. We have team shirts I made this year. By the way, Jim, you're getting one because you're going to be honorary team Arizona.
1: Sweet, I'm down. <laughs>
0: since since your team left you,
1: <laughs> you
2: can be on our well, team.
1: All right, sounds good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I got I got my team Arizona shirt as well, and uh, it's very cool. Um, this is great, guys. This is awesome. I've always, even said like when I started. Um, I remember being in the police academy and the uh, Florida tour de force came and they did a a presentation for us. And I was like, this is really cool. I'm not a strong bike rider, but uh, I don't know. It's just, I remember coming up to my, he was my deputy chief at the time. And it was like, cause I knew he was a big uh, supporter of the unity tour. And I was like, man, I'd really like to do that. How do I do it? And that's kind of what sparked the interest. I don't know. It's kind of, I'm, I'm right where you guys are saying like challenge yourself, but it's like going from like, little league to the majors in, in one jump. So maybe we will get there. Maybe we'll get there, but maybe by the time uh police week is back in full force in May of one year, maybe I'll ride it. Who knows? Long, long time, long time to figure that out. But this is awesome guys. I really appreciate it. Hopefully people are like, <laughs> man, I want to go ride right now. Cause that'd be cool. And if you're in Florida, um, obviously get out to these places and, and come see these two. Um, you know, we got team Arizona and team Virginia by way of Arizona or something like that. <laughs> So, um, this episode, I'm actually doing a little different. If you listen to previous episodes, I typically do signal three at the end of it, where we do the question and answer, but I'm doing it a little different this week. Uh, I'm going to be playing overrated, underrated with you guys. So I'm going to give you, uh, something. And then you tell me if it's overrated, if it's underrated or if it's accurately rated. Okay. All right, so I haven't gone through this list yet. I just found it off a of BuzzFeed. So you guys, you oh guys are truly the guinea pigs. So anything a uh, little right. dicey, we'll, we'll be sure to edit out. All right, here we go.
0: I apologize whatever for whatever comes out of my mouth. I'm on zero sleep, so nope, here goes. No, nope,
2: that's good. All right, here <laughs> we go. Uh, pizza.
1: I think it's underrated. Pizza is always
0: good. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. It's definitely underrated. Right, I think. Because there's a lot of different types.
2: Yeah, and I feel like pizza is kind of with this whole... Even if it's bad it's still okay. You know what I mean? So even even if
1: it's even if it's bad cold pizza, if you're having a really bad day, it's gonna make you feel better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, Me anyway. Yeah,
2: no, I agree. I agree. Uh, there's
0: been times on shifts where I go to the greasy pizza shop at two AM and buy my squad of pizza and be like, It's been one of those nights we're eating greasy pizza. Yeah,
2: no, you're absolutely especially bar pizza, like in the bar district. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it's bad, oh, yeah. but you need it. You yeah. need it, yeah. Uh, avocados. It's underrated.
1: I really like avocados. My girlfriend does not, and she thinks they're gross, but I I love them. I love them.
2: I I don't know if I can say they're overrated. I think they're overrated. I think whoever's pushing the avocado market is really doing a really good job. It's kind of like bacon in the 90s. Like They made bacon sound amazing, and they're doing the same thing with avocados. I'm coming around to avocado, but I still think it's overrated. That's kind of where I'm
0: at with it. Avocado toast is overrated. Yeah. Like, I'm not that. There's $8 for
2: it. They're of selling potions. it at yes. Dunkin', though.
1: You know, you can get, um, what are they? The Tostitos. You can get guacamole flavored Tostitos now. I actually have some in my pantry. I just haven't,
2: huh. I was haven't saying, opened how are them up they? yet.
1: I don't know yet. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't opened <laughs> them yet.
2: Interesting. Hmm. Uh, the movie The Titanic. Oh,
1: overrated. Yeah,
2: yeah. way, way overrated. overrated. Remember when it first came out? It had like two cassette tapes. That's how big this movie was. Like, you couldn't fit it on one.
0: Definitely. A... Mm-hmm. I remember watching in the theater. Oh wow!
2: Like... It's like four hours long. Yeah.
1: Something ridiculous like yeah. that.
2: Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bachelor. I've never I've watched never it. Seen it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have. There's. There's some people in my department that. Uh, well, one. In, one specifically, he's all about these reality shows. He watches The Bachelor. He watches all. What's the? What's the other? or The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. He watch he watches all those and he can tell you everything that's wrong with everybody. Yeah. So. I
0: don't I
2: don't have that kind of time in no. my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, if I'm gonna watch something on TV. Like if I actually get some time to just binge watch something, it's not gonna be The Bachelor. I can tell you that. So, uh, Taco Bell
1: overrated.
0: Yeah, I don't even know the last time I had Taco Bell. Mm. I, live I think the last I part. think the
1: last time I had Taco Bell is when they came out with the um, the uh, Dorito mm. shell. Yeah. For the tacos and I wanted to try it yeah. and that's that's the last time I had to whenever however many years ago right, that right. was I
2: don't even... but Kristen you're in you're in Arizona so if you want Mexican food you're gonna go to the real place you're not gonna you're yeah gonna... yeah no I don't mm-mm. No, I feel you <laughs> that's like when I went to Ireland and everyone was getting like Chinese food I'm like why you can get that at home why would you why yeah. would you travel someplace where you can get authentic good food and get that it doesn't make sense to me uh New Year's Eve overrated
1: I think it's overrated yeah. I'd rather just have either a small group of people, or just me and my girlfriend, me and my kids, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just have I'm a nice usually, quiet.
2: I'm usually working, so. <laughs> that that too. I've I'm trying to think of the last New Year's Eve I was actually off for, and I can't remember. It's definitely before I was a cop.
1: I was I was off this past New Year's Eve, but I think I took it off. I think I took leave.
2: Okay. Okay. So. Um, recording concerts with your cell phone camera. Oh, overrated. that's that's overrated. That's, yeah. I, yeah,
1: it's dumb. Like you're you're missing out on the experience exactly. if you're if you're sitting yeah. there with a the phone. Yeah,
2: I agree. I don't. I I mean I I remember I have done it in the past. I just don't know why. Like you're never gonna watch that video again. It's never gonna sound the way you want it to. Same thing with fireworks. Why do people record fireworks on their phone? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's probably the most important yeah, part no. of the Fourth of July is watching, having to go through social media like tapping through everybody's story with all the fireworks. Like yeah, they look the same across the country, guys. Stop. <laughs> It's the same thing. Yes. Uh, going to brunch.
1: I like brunch. I, I do too. I, oh, I would say probably accurate, eh, I, I would say it's probably accurate. Okay. But um, I like. I do like going to brunch and going to get some, you know, some bacon, some waffles, some pancakes. Right. You just throw out some fruit on there. You know. Yeah. yeah. You, got, <laughs> you got this bucket of home fries. Let's throw. Let's throw those in there.
2: And then someone next to you is having a cheeseburger. Like you know what? That's okay.
1: Hey. Yeah,
2: that's that's yeah, the America I want to fight for. Let me tell you, uh, Rihanna. Overrated. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Rihanna fan. You can tell we're a bunch of cops mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> like, by our response. Hold on. This one. This one's going to be a cop response. I know it. Uh, ignoring phone calls.
1: Underrated. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> if, no call. E. I'm not answering. Nope.
1: It. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Yeah. If your name isn't in my phone, I'm definitely not answering I, it. I,
2: you know, I don't know if your guys phones do this. I think so. But like mine will come up and it will say scam lightly. Like so, you know it's like a yeah.
1: That mine just started doing. It's that It's an amazing recently. tool.
2: Like <laughs> I don't have. Or now, now I have one. All of a sudden,
1: it'll say I have a missed call, and I'm like, it never rang, and it'll say, oh, it's likely junk. Oh. I'm like, oh, all right, cool.
0: It's great until you need to call RPs, mm-hmm.
2: and then they don't answer their phones. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. I um, it's it's I see. You, you know, you got to work smarter, not harder. I changed my supervisor's name in my phone to Scam Likely, so I just. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to reach I'm trying to reach you. Oh, I never got it. Oh, my bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My phone my phone just says it was scam. I don't know. For my supervisor, if he's listening, well first off I really hope he's not, but that's <laughs> just a joke. Um, summer. I live um, it year round. <laughs> I
1: think I think it's I think it's a little underrated. I like I like fall and spring a lot, but mm-hmm. also there's some there's so much more stuff that you can go do during the summer, especially with since I have kids. Mm-hmm. And they're out of school. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they've been out of school for the last year. But um, they're, when they're out of school, there's so much more stuff that we can go do. So I think it's, it's a little underrated because you can always find something to do in summer. And, and some people are like, oh, this is boring. I'm bored now. I don't want to do this. But there's always something you can yeah, go do.
2: that's true. That's fair. I mean, you get your music festivals or whatever like that. But here's what I'm going to say. And I think Kristen's going to agree with me. When you live it year-round... But when it gets to those summer months and it's just intense, like I'd, I'd much prefer a spring or a fall because it's more temperate mm-hmm. and I can survive. And, you know, Florida with humidity, I can breathe outside. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's overrated. Uh,
1: yeah. I get, I get this. I get the seasons.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, understand. You're, you're we lucky. We have rainy See, and not mine's hot and hotter. <laughs>
0: So for like for the summer, we spend most of our summers inside because it's you know hundred and fifteen degrees outside. Right, right,
2: cooking an egg on a sidewalk kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh s'mores. Underrated. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know I'm gonna go overrated. Oh, I know, so I know. Good. Maybe maybe my inner child is dead. I don't know. They're good. I just think they're a little overrated. When, I mean when I you have, do when like we have one. a group of
1: three kids that are running up to you. They're like, Can we have more? Can we have more? Can we have more? Uh. It, it changes your
2: perspective a little bit. That, that's true. That's true. Reading books. Underrated. Under mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely underrated. Yeah, I wish I had more time. I don't,
1: I, I don't do enough of it, but I have, I have like six or seven books on my audible account that I have slated right. to listen to at least.
0: I always keep, I keep it on my phone. I have a, I have the Kindle on my phone. Okay.
2: Yeah. I wish I could be one of these guys that like at work sits and listens to people talk, you know, like, podcasts or even uh reading books or listening to books but i just can't because i'm always so focused about what's going on that i miss things and right i can't
1: do it at work but my commute's an hour each way so that's when i get a lot of it and then it's gonna be i think it's like a 16 hour drive down to florida and back Oh, so i'll get i'll get plenty oh, done yeah, definitely plenty listen to Then for sure
2: uh conversing with strangers underrated underrated okay
1: and uh, I'll say that I'm not a people person. My girlfriend will argue with you, or argue with me about that because she says I am, and because I don't really like people. But Same. I can always have a conversation with people, and I'm not—I'm not a dick to them yeah. if they're just talking to right. me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That's true. You guys have changed my opinion on that. Um, cooking your own food as opposed to ordering in underrated.
1: I think it's underrated. And now I say that, but I do order it a lot.
0: <laughs> oh, so. see, I cook a ton. And, like, that's one of my friends and my favorite thing to do is we get together. We get a bunch of random beers, apparently, that you like, too. And uh, we get a bunch of random beers, and we'll just cook and sit outside because it's gorgeous right now in the evenings and grill. And, yeah, I love I love cooking at home. And then I meal prep all my food. Mm-hmm, so Because mm-hmm. night shift, you get Whataburger and, like, McDonald's. Right. Oh, and, like, the 24-hour taco shop.
2: Yeah. No, I
1: you guys have a taco shop? Okay. <laughs> I'm
2: And I think where I work, I mean, you could get the like the McDonald's closes. Like for being in a pretty decent sized city, things close too early. So at a certain point all you've got is Denny's or IHOP and that's it. And that is not what you want to be eating in the middle of the night. Because I'm gonna be sleeping in my patrol car if, if I don't uh <laughs> if I don't watch out. Oh, we have I can go to the hospital. The hospitals open till like midnight and their food's actually really good and we get the
0: we get the healthcare worker discount oh, so that
2: doesn't that doesn't sound too bad all right guys that's going to conclude it i'm going to have to add some more and, and do some changes for overrated and underrated but that was pretty fun um, all right guys thank you very much for uh, taking some time and chatting with me and talking about bicycling and all that good stuff uh, good luck on the ride and uh, we will talk thank to you yeah. soon that sounds absolutely. great Thanks thank you no problem and everyone listening we'll be right back you're not as messed up as you think you are Your self-absorption makes you messier Just settle down and you would feel a whole lot better Deep down, you're just like everybody else She's not as pretty as she thinks she is Just picture her after she's had kids I bet she sits at home and listens to the slips Deep down, she's just like everybody else All right, I'm back, and uh, one more time, I want to thank Jim and Kristen for their, uh, their conversation and letting us know about the Unity Tour. I really hope you guys, if you're in Florida, in the northern central Florida area, you might be able to go see them ride just in case, you know, Police Week isn't what it usually is this year, and this might be the only chance to see... Uh, the unity tour ride so definitely keep an eye out especially if you're in the Titusville area that's where the whole thing kind of ends or if you're in Tallahassee that's where it all begins and uh, who knows some stops in between something like that so very cool you know I I said something about it in the interview I am actually uh, I cannot ride a bicycle (laughs) I know that that sounds crazy Um, you know, my parents were older when I was a kid. So when the training wheels fell off, they were like, all right, that's good enough. And for years, I'm talking years, I did not touch a bicycle. It was only while I was here in Florida, I was working an event and I saw these punk ass kids, uh, riding bicycles. I'm like, man, I can do that. So I was 21, I think. And I got on a mountain bike and taught myself to ride. And then, you know, I can kind of pedal. I used to like Pedaling on the trails and stuff, but you know nothing to the extent that Jim and Kristen do. So as I started to look into the police department and and becoming a police officer, one of the things I thought would be cool was being on bike patrol. It just seemed like a good gig, you know. Um, So it was something that I wanted to do. So then I reached out to our mountain bike instructor and I was like, "Hey man, I'd really I'd like to take the class." He's like, "All right man, cool, sign up." And then I was like. Hey, um, I just want to clarify, like, I'm not a really great bicyclist. Um, I'm good at pedaling, but if there's a lot more that goes into it, I'm probably not going to do well. And he was like, Oh no, man, if you have that mentality going into law enforcement, you're just not going to do well, man, you got to be positive. And I was like, I was a reserve at the time. And everyone that was going to be in the class was a full-time cop from different agencies. I was like, nah, you know what? I'll, I'll sit out this one. So then when I became a full-time cop, that was part of our like in-service training before we hit the road was, was the bicycle class. So I took it and it was not a good time. Did not like it. Uh, (laughs) I couldn't do any of the drills. Um, There were a few that he like passed me and he definitely should not have passed me. And he was like, oh, that's good enough. All right, we're going to go to lunch. And we rode to lunch. And at this point, man, my legs were cut up. They were bruised. I was not, again, not having a great time. And he's like, "Nah, man, you're you're doing fine. Just keep keep your head up, keep pedaling." I'm like, "Yeah, pedaling's good. What are we doing after lunch?" He's like, "Oh, we're gonna go um, straight up this parking garage and then straight down it. Then we're gonna go across some bridges. And I'm talking like really steep incline bridges." He's like, uh, "We're probably gonna hop some stairs and some curbs." I'm like, "What?" I was like, "When when do when do we get back on the bikes?" He goes, "No, no, no. We're gonna be on the bikes the whole time." I was like, "Nah, bro. That that ain't me." that ain't me. We ain't going to have a good time. And he's like, no, 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 just, you're going to be fine. You got this. I'm like, I don't, but all right, sure. Whatever. Win, you know, winning mentality. Right. So we break lunch and at the, you know, at this point, everyone is fine. Right. Everyone that's in my class has been on a bicycle for a long time. Right. Cause everyone has since they were a kid, not this guy. So they're all just laughing they're having a good time at lunch and i'm just sitting there looking at my chicken sandwich going no i i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to do this anymore right this is the most miserable time i had since i became a police officer so we go to the parking garage we're at the the ground floor of the parking garage and there's like you know medians and stuff like that he's like all right so all i need to do is make sure you guys can do bunny hops and that you can hop up to curbs and stuff like that i'm like no i did i can't He's like, oh, whatever. Winning mentality. He's a SWAT guy. I got it. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's let's try. So sure enough, I can't get my tire over the front. And he's like, all right, all right. He's like, I want you to practice doing this and this. And I'm doing it. And I'm like, all right, yeah. No, like, baby steps, right? I was feeling it. I was like, okay, I can do this. He's like, can you pop a wheel? I'm like, probably not. And I try. I was like, okay, yeah. I get, Yeah. Fuck it. Let's, yeah. He's like, listen, man. Relax. And go for the hop right to get up on the curb he's like if you start to fall i will catch you i was like all right that's reassuring i felt like my dad was there like hey don't worry guy i got you so i go i pedal i go up i hop it and i get on the curb both tires up it was great i was like oh man i got this man lance armstrong if he was a police mountain bike instructor he'd be like whoa i don't really know anyone who's on a bicycle all the time so that's the only one you get so i'm like all right he goes great I was awesome, so happy. One more time, I was like, damn it! <laughs> I was like, that's all I got, man. Alright, fine. So I circle back, right? And I'm like, alright, here we go. I got this. I go, I pedal, I hop. I hop too soon. My tire hit the curb. I went head over handlebars. The entire bike fall- falling after me. As I'm falling, like my life was going in slow motion in front of my eyes, I see this dude, the instructor that said he would catch me if I fell, step to the side. And I was just like, "What the fuck!" And I just hit the ground. I remember the bike landing on top of me, cutting open my my calf and my ankle. And I look up, and I'm like, "Bruh." And he's like, "Oh, I was supposed to catch you, wasn't I?" I was like, "You think?" And I was like, "Nope, I'm done. This was fun. I'm out." And he's like, "Really?" I was like, "Dude, i no. I'm not. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Like, I've been through the DT class. I've been through Taser, pepper spray, getting shot by sim rounds." whatever give me all that five times a day I'm good this bicycle sucks ass I'm done so he's like all right man I get it so I got to pedal all the way back to the station and I just I loaded up the bike into the trailer and I'm like I'm done I went home I remember I I felt so defeated that was this is to date the only cop class I've ever failed and or not passed right So I remember driving home. I stopped at, like, this gourmet donut shop. I got a coffee and a donut. I'm like, I'm going home. I'm going to just watch my stories. I'm going to be depressed for a day. And I know, you know, you guys kind of know me a little bit now. It's been 30 episodes. You know that I'm kind of motivational. I'm kind of, you know, I try to be inspiring. I try to take my real-life stories and spin it in a way that you guys can maybe, like, learn from or something. And so you're probably like, oh, man, this next story, he's going to, like... Rocky it and just get on that bike and pedal it and pedal it and pedal it. And and he's going to be, he's, he's going to be teaching the bike class now, right? Nope. (laughs) I have not been on a bicycle since that class. I was like, screw this. I got two feet, four wheels on a car. That's really all I need, Jack. That's all I got. That's all I need. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. I was actually picked I guess short straw or, you know, my sergeant had a, uh, had a sick sense of humor, but I was picked to be the UC on a bicycle for a bicycle op we were doing over the summer. That was terrifying. I did not crash. I did not fall off the bike, but bicycling ain't for me. So hope you guys enjoyed that story and are, are laughing at my pains, but I did, I didn't die. No crashes. A couple of close calls, but didn't die, no crashes, so that was good. Um, but that kind of brings me up to something else. This is so that was kind of silly. This is a little bit more serious as we're as we're wrapping up the episode. And the idea is, what do you want to be, right? Do you want to be a guy who's good, who's a little good at a lot of things, or a lot good at little things? There comes this whole jack of all trades, master of none. Um, but that also allows you to be well-rounded. So you're not pigeonholed into one specialty, you know, and that's for the most part, that's what I want to be. I want to be able to be good at a lot of things. If someone, you know, fit whatever audience or whatever the, the crowd needs. And by crowd, I mean, that could be work, that could be whatever. So, you know, if you need someone that's good at working dope, I can do that. If you need someone that's good at running some traffic, I can do that. If you need someone that can be investigative, I can do that. If you need someone that can talk to people, I can do that. I'm very, that's how I try to be when I'm, when I'm thinking about law enforcement in my career. I try to be very accessible and just kind of, uh, you know, even, you know, um, I have obviously that my preferences of what I enjoy doing and what kind of work I like doing, but we're a service industry at the at the bare bones of it, right? So I try to do whatever the customer, quote unquote, or, or my supervisors need. But then there's also guys that are like, man, I'm the gun guy. I'm the gear guy. I'm the, uh, I am the dope guy, right? If there needs to be a proactive drug arrest, I'm going to go to this guy. Um, if I need good follow-up, I'm going to call this detective because I know that he is thorough and he's going to get things done. So there's benefits to both sides you just kind of have to think to yourself what do you want to be i know that i will never be the bicycle guy but i know that i can bring a lot else to the table so i mean that's kind of what i wanted to spin this into right like i want to see what you guys think do you think it's better to be really good at one thing or pretty good at a lot of things i think there could be plus or minuses to all of it so, and also, it, it, what kind are you? Are you really good at being the fitness guy? Are you really good at being the DT guy? Or are you, you know, the, this, um, this Rubik's Cube of a police officer, the Swiss Army knife of a police officer, whatever you need, I got. Give me a call and, and let me know. I want to know. The number is 352-610-1692. Give it a call and let me know. And, uh, guys, that's basically it for the episode this week. Once again, I want to thank Jim and Kristen with the uh, Unity Tour for giving me their time. I want to thank you guys, as always, for listening and supporting this uh, this endeavor of mine. Speaking of listening and supporting, um, listen, guys, I, you guys listening and messaging me every week telling me that you listened and what you thought of everything and sharing it is is is. Really, all I ever ask. Um, but if you do want to support me a little bit more, I will always graciously accept any support that you can provide. It can be as simple as just sharing this on your Instagram or your Facebook or whatever social media to your friends and be like, "Hey, this is a cool podcast to check out." Uh, if you can rate it, I know Apple Podcast has the rate button. You know, I mean, rate it what you think. I know we've got almost like, I think we've got like 55 review or rates right now. Uh, we're holding steady at five stars. I mean, if you want to help me out with that, that's cool. Also, Apple podcast has a, um, a review box. If you want to leave a review, that would always be great. And you know, guys, like I said, that's really the bare minimum, uh, that I would even, uh, you know, if you guys want to support me, that's, that's it. Like That's more than enough for me, absolutely. But I do want to let you guys know that I do have a merch store. I don't really pimp it out as much as I probably should. But I do. I have t-shirts. I have hoodies. I have tank tops, uh, koozies just in time for summer. I've got tons of stickers. I've got some patches. If you guys want to check them out, then check out 10-8-memes.ecwid.com whole bunch of stuff there that if you want to check it out, it's kind of some hokey police stuff, but it is good stuff. And also, in the uh, description today, at the very bottom, there is a link for listener support. If you would like to donate to the show, I definitely, you know, if you can, great. Far from expected, but if you would like to, um, basically like a subscription kind of uh, thing, uh, just click that link, follow it, and it will uh, t- kind of tell you how to do that. And once again, any support whatsoever, whether you just message me and be like, hey man, I dig the show, you leave something on Apple, you share it, you buy a shirt, whatever it is, I appreciate it, and I love you guys for it. Thank you so much. Check me out next week where we are going to be talking to uh, a friend from Hollywood. That's right. Um, I didn't know I had a friend in Hollywood, but I do now, which is pretty cool. His name is Jeff Bosley, he is a Hollywood actor. He is a former firefighter, and he is a former Green Beret. So we're going to talk a bunch of stuff. We talk about the movie industry. We talk about movies in general. And we talk about society and the world that we are living in. It was really a great conversation, and I really enjoyed talking to Jeff. So tune in next week, and we will we will have that conversation for you guys. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your continued support. Take care of each other. Stay safe. Till next week, Ten eight out. I did it all on my own, no promo I got fans getting tats on my logo I remember when nobody came to my shows But I kept coming back like a yo-yo In high school they would laugh, try to label Eating lunch with nobody at my table Everyone they used to doubt got a day job I just made a few stacks up on my